from our table in New Orleans. This is the Past the Everything podcast. Your favorite food podcast. We are back. We're back. Not that we went anywhere. We didn't go anywhere. But I feel like our brains are actually a little bit more centered than they uh-huh. have been the past couple episodes. I do kind of feel like we're on right now. Which is good. something. It's probably a good thing to be on when you turn the mics on. Especially when there's two ADHD people. Yeah. Like to have our focuses kind of align at the same time. Yeah. It's a very rare occurrence. Otherwise, don't turn the microphones on, you know? Yeah. No, just don't. Because we try to force it. It doesn't sound good. <laughs> introduce my podcast partner. He, for the sake of the podcast, we will call him PTE, which stands for past the everything. He started the Instagram with that name that began this whole food podcast journey. Mm-hmm. And he is lactose intolerant in denial, still in denial, still feeling it. And she is, uh, Ashley, my wonderful co-host who quit her career in radio to work with me on this podcast. And she is the number one proponent in new Orleans for breakfast for dinner. Hey, should we do cheers? Should we do a cheers? Oh, let me grab my, let me grab my, uh, I don't think we can reach and I don't want to spill it into the very expensive equipment that we have here. Clink. Clink. <laughs> insert sound in post. In, insert, insert sound in post. <laughs> we'll explain more about that in a little bit, but know that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. we're eating cereal. I'm doing it right now. It's great. It'll tie into something. It's not uh, just us yeah. eating and being disgusting. Yeah. You're like, ew, gross. <laughs> it is a food podcast. If anybody has an excuse to eat while they're talking. Hello, it's us. If anything, it took us, what, this is episode 19 to do it? Yeah, so you're welcome for not subjecting you to ASMR every single episode. Yeah, anyways, moving on. Let's get started with our little focus on food in the news. We call it The Scoop. Our first story takes us to California, where a guy broke two cardinal rules of drive throughs Okay. Slash restaurants. Okay. So this guy in California, on his little bicycle... Went to a drive-through. See, there's cardinal rule number one. You, you usually have to be in a car, right? Yeah, and it's sometimes it's kind of funny, but it's also very inconvenient if you're behind the guy on a bike. Yeah. Anyways, at a Mexican restaurant's drive-through. Wow. Okay, this is getting interesting. So it's not just a fast food place like these stories usually are. These yeah. bizarro people doing stuff at fast food places. So on his bicycle, rode up, ordered a cup of water, and then he asked the drive-through worker, like, "Yo, man." can you put some soda in there instead of water? Wait, you know, the thing where you do go to a fast food restaurant and you ask the person, you yeah. pay for hey, water, let me get a water and cup. then you get, and then soda. you go and when you're they're like, out looking, I got you for several cents. You do Sprite because you're yeah. like, Oh, at least try to make it look like I really am getting water, but I'm a piece of shit. I don't want to pay the dollar 75. Well at the window, they refuse. They're like, nah, dude, you paid for a cup of water. So you're getting water. Yeah. This guy's not even trying to hide it. I kind of give him credit for just being completely transparent. (laughs) You're going to revoke that credit shortly. Okay. Because after this happened at the window, he rode his bike around to the other side of the building and used a lighter to start a fire next to one of the walls. Oh my, maybe he needed, no, because he he got water. I was going to make like a bad joke about putting out a fire. So he lit a fire because they refused to give him a soda Instead mm-hmm. of the water that he paid for. Yeah. And he's just cycling around on cameras <laughs> on his bike, just circling this restaurant. And he Very lit exposed. It. You're right. I didn't yeah. even think about that. It's one <laughs> thing to be no, in a car like in and a they're going to track anything. you by no. your license plate. This is like, this yeah. is my full face and yeah. body sitting on a bike. Here's my full profile, riding a bike around this restaurant, lighting a literal fire because they refused to give him a soda. So basically because they didn't give him a $2 compensation, yeah. he decided to light the place on fire. Mm-hmm. 
Luckily, the place didn't burn down, but it did cause a bunch of damage. And there's water damage from the fire department putting out the fire. Oh, man. Because obviously it was more than just his cup of water to put it out. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) No one was seriously hurt. But the family that owns the restaurant, because this is not a chain fast food place like these usual yeah. stories. So of now bizarre this is idiots. a family ran business. And yeah. So, yeah, they had to shut the restaurant down while they did repairs. So a bunch of employees are out of work right now. Oh, Jesus. Because of this idiot on his yeah. bike. Is there like a go fund? Is there something that we can do to help these people out? I will follow up with CBS Sacramento because that is who uh, I found this story through. Okay. Cops were still trying to track the guy down. Last update of the story. Wait, they haven't found him. No. The guy's riding around on a fucking bike in broad daylight, lighting a fire at a restaurant and they can't seem to find him. (sighs) This makes me sad. I really do hope that there's this, this, podcast episode did not start off on a <laughs> I'm really sad. We came in here high energy. I really hope they find this person, obviously, but if there's something that we can do to help, that'd be great. Cause the I can't people who work there say that they've made it this far through the pandemic. Mm-hmm. They'll make it through this too. So there were a bunch of resilient motherfuckers. That's awesome. But it's also horrible because you're uh, directly impacting a family's business. So to me, there's nothing funny about that. This guy's an asshole. I hope he gets caught. And I hope there's something that can be done to help out this restaurant. So all if anybody who listens uh, lives in Stockton, California, that's where this went down. Mm-hmm. The restaurant is El Forestero. El Forestero. Or if anybody listens to the podcast and wants to do some research and send some information our way, yeah, start a GoFundMe if they haven't already. Yeah, absolutely. My next story is a little bit happier. Okay. <laughs> You're welcome. I realize you got really now, sad. I realize now I should have started off with the cookie story first and then brought you down a little bit. Yeah. Give me on a sugar crash. Instead, I took your momentum right from the top and boom, lit it on fire. Yikes. Okay. Uh, okay. We are looking forward to January of next year isn't the is, sorry i was actually ironically enough drinking a soda <laughs> <laughs> that you um, paid for you paid for, I did that pay soda. for this soda yeah. ironically enough though isn't everybody kind of looking forward to 2022 at this point just for the fact of trying to move out from all this craziness or there's something specific you want to reference uh-huh. okay specifically january that is when girl scouts begin selling their cookies mm. for the next year Okay. It's something, depending on when you listen to this episode, 140 something days away from now. It's not, <laughs> it's not too far. But who's counting? Yeah, who's counting? It's like the ticker from 24. Dink. There is literally dink. a countdown clock if you go to the Girl Scouts I website, was by the way. making a joke about that, but yep. that is a fantastic. <laughs> That's who's counting. <laughs> We're looking forward to it because the Girl Scouts are adding a new cookie this year. A new cookie. Season. And it okay. sounds so good. Okay. It's called Adventurefuls. I don't know when we got away from naming cookies, things that are like kind of hinting at what the cookie is. Yeah. I was, like what the fuck is in an adventureful? I have no idea. When or you some order kind a thin mint, you know what you're getting. Do. Yeah. You're getting a very thin mint cookie. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> I feel like it's part of their, I, uh, as a former girl scout, I was a former boy scout. But you didn't sell cookies. I didn't I win. sell cookies, but I did win the matchbox car competition. We had to build a car. And then race it, quote unquote, uh-huh. race it down a thing. And I painted mine blue and red because I named it Spider-Man. I don't know why I'm admitting this. There's a lot of detail. <laughs> a lot that of has details. nothing to do with the story. 
There's also a kid named Bo that had a rat tail. I actually quit Boy Scouts because of, I hate his rat tail so much. Anyways, all right, too much. <laughs> Moving on. See, my ADHD is kicking yeah, back see, in. I brought it up because <laughs> I think I was going to say, as a former Girl Scout, you're not just doing the Scout stuff and you get to go to camp and all that. You're learning how to be a little entrepreneur. Okay. I mean, yeah. I know in Boy Scouts, they sell the popcorn, but I'm sorry. I didn't The know, cookies are queen. There was no selling. And if there was, I definitely dodged it. So. The cookies are the queen. Okay. I think maybe this tactic of naming their cookies, some bullshit that has no indication of what the cookie is, mm-hmm. makes the person ask about it. And now you're engaging with them and you're telling them all about this cookie. Okay. Anyway, they are a brownie inspired check. Good. Yeah. I'm already interested. You have me at brownie. Uh-huh. Say no more. Featuring a caramel flavored Cream center. Okay. Check. A drizzle of chocolate sauce. Okay. Check. <laughs> so I'm getting really I'm getting excited intensifies. right now. Where's this, where's this countdown clock? <laughs> and a Fuck. touch of sea salt for a little. Oh, so you're adding a little extra. bit of saltiness to the chocolate. Okay. Salt bay. I'm into this. Yeah. It's uh, going to be available in the next Girl Scout cookie season. And it doesn't look like they're getting rid of any of the ones that they sold last season. So we don't okay. have to be worried about these cookies replacing something else. That's an old favorite. Do you think that this new adventure cookie, whatever it's called, do you think that it's going to be anywhere kind of up in the upper echelon of Girl Scout cookies? I'll let you pause to mm, no, I'm thinking eat about that it. cereal a little bit. No, I'm thinking about it. Um, What's your favorite? Thin mints. Th- really? Followed by peanut butter patties. Wow. In some places called Tagalongs. We, okay. We Are really. Are you a, a caramel delights Samoas. Guy? Well, that's what they, yeah. All the, yeah. Same thing. I don't know. So for me, and this is kind of a weird thing with that cookie specifically, because I'm not a texture person. Like texture doesn't mm-hmm. make or break a dish or a treat or anything for me. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, the texture of those cookies, I just, there's something so perfect about it. Like it's the perfect amount of the crunch, coconut, the crunch and chewy the, mm. and I'm not even a coconut person. Like mm. that's how much I enjoyed the texture. Wow. You went, okay. I feel like, I, you know, I, I feel, I, I feel uh, like a lot of people will say thin, thin mints, mints number one. in a freezer. Yeah. Okay. Oh fair. My God. Yeah. You got to cool. And then you got to cool hide, off the thin mints. You hide a roll from yourself. Oh, you're like one of the sleeves. Ne- <laughs> Next level with this. I like And it. then one day you find it and you forget that you had you the forget like, <gasps> I would never forget. Best day ever. I would never forget. I would hide it. And then fast forward six hours later, that same day, I'm getting ready to go to bed. I'm like, you probably just go unpack those thin mints. <laughs> you got to put them behind the frozen vegetables and stuff. Wait, have you legitimately hidden cookies from yourself and then found them at a later time, like a self-imposed treasure hunt and then been really excited for it? Like legitimately forgotten where they were. Uh, no, I didn't ever forget. Okay. I just saved them for a day where I needed them. That's fair. I kind of like that though. Like I kind deserve of, these Kind of putting it somewhere and then like you like <laughs> peel back the, the packet of like frozen snap peas and then there's a nice little sleeve of Thin Mints ready for you. That's a nice day. You know what? I'm just thinking of how different <laughs> Girl Scout cookie sales are now from when I was little and I had to walk around to all the doors in my Yeah, you're doing door-to-door sales. Yeah, now it's like, here's my QR code. You can <laughs> buy them through my link tree. <laughs> no, the Girl Scouts are introducing new cookie business badges, which Wait, encourage really? girls to think like entrepreneurs as they run their own cookie businesses and incorporate online sales through the digital cookie platform. Who the fuck is running Girl Scouts now? Oprah? Like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> like, when, when did the Girl Scouts get to this kind of a level? This is uh, this is almost out of control. Do I want... I think you're just I, jealous because you were a Boy Scout. And not a I, Girl Scout. I am a little bit jealous. It's like, hey, race some race cars and hang out with Bo with his rat tail. I don't want to do any of those things. 
okay. Well, the race car thing I did want to do. Where is Bo now? I don't know. Hopefully not listening to this podcast. Probably still has his rat, rat tail. I'm going to get a fucking bomb in the mail. No, but in all seriousness, I think that's really cool. I mean, they're obviously introducing girls at a young age to be entrepreneurs. This is great. I had no idea they were doing any of this stuff. Pretty impactful. I'm a fan. Well, we can add that to our cookie order in addition to your... Samoas slash caramel delights, what they call mm-hmm. them now, and my thin mints. I usually don't even switch it up. I usually just get a, a whole a whole bunch of uh, of the Samoas. I don't get anything else. If I do get anything else, though, it will be thin mints. I didn't have anything actually to add to that. <laughs> Your ADD is contagious. Yeah. It it's really bad right now, and I'm ingesting a lot of sugar. Yeah, I'm also <laughs> trying to figure out how to get to the next story, but I don't know how to smoothly connect yeah. Girl Scout cookies and meat. There's There's not really a clear tie That's between fine. the two, but that is my next story because right. meat might be the bribe answer okay. to get people in one area of the United States to get the freaking vaccine. Meat. Meat. Okay. I like it. There is a pair of vaccination clinics in Utah that have a promotion where if you get your shot there, you get free meat, free meat for everyone who gets the jab at our place. How much meat are we talking about? Like it a, is like a ground shop? meat. A ground beef for all incentive. Ground beef for all incentive. That's a, very, that's a very vague statement. Oh, five pounds of free ground beef. That's a decent amount of ground beef. At two Northern Utah COVID-19 vaccination clinics for everybody, five okay. pounds each. And there is a chance to win free meat for a year. Free meat for a year. Here's my tinfoil hat time. Cause you know how we've been talking about like the shortages of different foods over the past year. Absolutely. And yeah. meat and chicken and all of that's been one of yeah. them. Yep, yep. Yep. Very problematic. Yeah. I was trying to think of other shortages, but yeah. Yeah. I think this clinic, this vaccination clinic. It's been hoarding all the meat. It's been hoarding all the meat. <laughs> <laughs> They're saving up for their big giveaway. That very well could be a thing. I mean, shit in Louisiana, they did like a whole lottery, right? It yeah. was like, if you, cause you and I talk about this every week, we see each other. We still haven't won the million. And then I'm like, Hey, are you a millionaire yet? Yeah, here they called it the shot at a million. Oh, actually shot, that's a pretty shot. good play on words or whatever. You didn't know that's what it was called? A no, shot I forgot. I completely forgot. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. Yeah. I had no idea. Anyway. Well, the vaccination clinics, I made that up about the meat hoarding. They mm-hmm. actually partnered with a group. They um, have a processing plant in that area. You could win free beef, pork, and poultry for a family of four for an entire year. That's a lot of meat. If you weren't vaccinated yet, that might be the trick. I would go and get it right now. I already am. I would go there and just be like, let's just do this again. Fuck it. Free meat for a year. And I get at least five pounds just for showing up. Yeah. I'm into it. Sure, a now boost, I'm they're interested. doing boosters, right? Does a booster count? Can <laughs> I go booster. in there for a booster? I don't know. I'm just making up shit. I don't know, man. Yeah. That's a good question though. Can I come get my booster in the state of Utah <laughs> with the meat? And then can I fly home with meat? Yeah, that would be hilarious. Do I have to eat the meat here in Utah? <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the stipulation there would be. But I mean, that's a really good incentive. I mean, I feel like a lot of different states are trying to do different things to incentivize people to, to get it. So if you're on the fence about it and you live in Utah, go and get it done and then get fucking your five pounds of meat and hopefully win meat for a year. And if you hurt through us, send us some steaks or something. I don't know. I'm trying yeah. to think of something positive here. Yeah. yeah. The stories that I've had so far are moving from West Coast closer into us. The next story is in okay. Texas. I found my new hero. Okay. She is a lady competitive eater. All right. I love a female food assassin. 
she went to this place called Tacos La Shula in Orange, Texas. Okay. Which I had to Google because I did not know where that was. Orange, Texas is actually yeah. getting closer. It's closer to Louisiana. Louisiana yeah. yeah. I didn't realize how close it was. They have a 10 pound burrito challenge. Okay. 10 pounds. It's a lot of burrito. Of burrito. I yeah. just got to restate the size of this burrito. <laughs> if you can eat the whole thing in an hour, your meal is free. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all you get. You don't get a fucking picture on the wall. You don't get like a t-shirt. I think they need to up their stakes, clearly. Yeah. Especially since my girl Raina, the competitive eater, finished it in 10 minutes. No, under 10 minutes. Like a little over nine minutes. 10 pounds Jesus. of burrito. She literally ate more than a pound a minute. I don't even have words for that. Have you ever done a competitive eating I never. Okay, situation? so I've had this conversation many times. And I would be a horrible competitive eater because I eat a lot, but I eat very slow. Mm. I am not a fast eater. The only time there was an exception for that is example last night, I went and had tacos Mm -hmm. and I devoured them because I unintentionally did not eat for the majority of the day because I just got really busy. So that's the only time I eat really fast. I would be fucking horrible. If it was for money, if it was for money, I would, I would 50 K. Yeah, I would, I would, I definitely would sign up and do it, but it would also have to be something that was obviously scheduled because then I would have to like time out my eating to where I went in so hungry that I was ready to devour everything. Because if I went in there normally, again, I would eat a lot, but I would be eating forever and I would get my fucking ass kicked. So I am not on Raina's level. I don't think anybody is minus like a Joey chestnut because over a pound of burrito per minute Mm -hmm. is insane. And she, there's a video that the thing is messy. Cause you know, burritos don't like stay. She's at a certain point where she's just kind of like scooping stuff <laughs> off, off this table. And she's got like her scoop Bits and hand. pieces. Oh no. She's got her scoop hand and is she her gloved and her glass me, of water hand. Bare, I hope she's barehanded. I don't remember that That's detail. very impressive. That's not what I was paying attention to. I hope to. she's not gloved. I hope that. Here's the tactic. Yeah. You, you have your, your yes. food scooping hand. Yeah. And then in the other hand, you have, you have your water. glass of water to like wash yeah. it all down. Well, if you watch like. You're you're not doing it for the pleasure of enjoying. No, this there's no pleasure in that, in that whatsoever. There's no pleasure in this burrito. There's no pleasure. No one's, no one's, no one's, uh, getting their this rocks off. This burrito is business, not pleasure. <laughs> yeah. What'd you travel here for? Business. Um, <laughs> no. So if you watch those eating challenges, like the Nathan's hot dog eating mm-hmm. challenge every 4th of July, it's the same concept. They have a giant, like a pitcher of water and they're shoveling hot dogs into their mouth, but they're also at the same time <laughs> pounding water like in between bites because they're basically just forcing it down as quickly as it can go. I've done an eating contest before. You have? Yeah, it was. I can't believe it took you this long to say that. It's <laughs> <laughs> entire fucking time you were sitting on that. Unbelievable. It was a giant stacked burger with all kinds of stuff on okay. it and a full plate of fries and two pints of beer. Wow. And Thank God for the beer. Otherwise, yeah. I would not have been able to finish this. But also the yeast and everything. Like, I holy shit. I deconstructed the burger, like, top half, bottom half. Okay. By that, you mean you just took the bun off and just started eating really fast? No, so no. Do? It was a double patty, I think. I think it was a double patty burger. There was a fried egg. There was avocado. There was the usual dressings. There was okay. cheese. It was a very well-dressed burger. Uh-huh. So that means it was tall. Yeah. AKA, I couldn't fit the whole thing in my mouth, oh. so why try? So you're like... Top half, half of it, yeah. First to story, side. second boom, story. Boom, boom. Yeah. <laughs> Upstairs, downstairs. Upstairs, downstairs. Yeah. Separate this burger. Starting in the attic. Okay. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> and you pick that up with one hand and you have your beer in the other and you're just wow. a couple bites Wait, and was that, grab some fries. Was, was that your natural instinct though? Were, did you naturally gravitate towards, I need to have the beer ready to go in one hand and just shovel sip, shovel sip. Yes. So, okay. That's interesting. Cause I was watching people try and just like chew, chew, oh, no. chew, no, no, swallow. No, no, no. And yeah. I was like, no, that Gotta is not. Gotta use the beer to the advantage. Cause especially the French fries start to feel like they're Wait, there were fries into, that, yes. that were included. Were yes. they on the burger? No, it was a whole plate of okay. them. I didn't know if it was like a, some Pittsburgh style situation oh, no, going no. on with the fries on, on top. That might've been an idea to mix them in, but like, honestly, yeah. I was just kind of shoveling everything it in. becomes yeah. a blur. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the fries honestly feel like they become sponges. They're just like yeah. growing and absorbing everything. You know that a lot of the individuals that, that participate in these food competitions, they will train all year with rice. Oh, I never trained. Yeah, no, no, I <laughs> I should have. <laughs> Actually, I was definitely not implying that. It was it was a group of like it was representatives of different Mardi Gras crews and yeah. I was at this event and I was representing yeah. my dance crew and out of all of us at the table, I was the only female that finished. Very impressive. So that's something. very well done. That that's I did all more of that in something. under 20 minutes. That's very impressive. But no, and so not if you as think impressive about as our it, girl with her 10 pound no. burrito, but you know. But if you think about it, what you said with the fries makes sense with the rice because it expands. So mm -hmm. if you're trying to train your stomach to ingest a lot of something all in one sitting, there's a way you could do that. But you went in cold. You might be better than Reina. I think Reina would be, would be scared of you. You went in no training, crush that burger. I'm not trying to fight her. Like we can be friends. No, I'm not saying like to fight, but like food fight. <laughs> She's scared of me. <laughs> She's scared of you. I think so. Imagine if you trained, I feel like you'd be pretty good. Yeah. Cause I'm like unnecessarily if, competitive about yeah. things. You're probably right. Yeah. Take that competitiveness and then train for a year. No and then sit down and I feel in front of like a 10 I pound could burrito. kick your ass in a food. I know contest. you could. <laughs> <laughs> no offense taken. Accurate. You're kicking my ass right now with the cereal. Right? Oh, yeah. Well, that teed up my story. Uh, all right. I told you all the stories are moving closer and closer they to are. us. And now they've moved into our city limits. It's not often that we have a food sports overlap. I don't think it's ever happened actually. It hasn't, which is sad. Except Gosh. for, well, technically the Guy Fieri at the baseball game, yeah. the hot dog and the apple well, those pie. Those are two, eh. my, my personal two worlds colliding. So it makes me really happy. This is actually sports, food, and New Orleans, the trifecta. It's a very rare moment. As if leading the NFL with 21 touchdowns last season and being selected to his fourth Pro Bowl in four years wasn't enough. NBD. And having yeah. pretty good odds to win the MVP this year. I'm just throwing that out there. New Orleans Saints running back Alvin Kamara has now officially made it big. I am not saying this myself. I am quoting ESPN. This is what makes it big for him. Okay. He has a cereal now mm -hmm. with his face on the box. It's a very, it's a great design by the way. And it's not like he's on the Wheaties box or whatever, just in new Orleans. Dude, fuck a Wheaties box. Get your own cereal. He has his own cereal. <laughs> Camara's King Crunch. That is what we are eating yeah. right now. It was released last week. All right. Can we take like a real bite? Cause I really haven't had a chance to taste it and I'm curious to see. Okay. So you put some dry ones on top. I Mine did. are kind of, they've been soaking. All right. Mine don't make that sound anymore. I'm going in. Mm -hmm. You got to eat next to the mic for ASMR. Cause mine mm -hmm. kind of got honey, oat and flake cereal. Camaro's on the front of the box. Mardi Gras themed. And if that's not enough to sell you, it's really good. A portion of the sales proceeds benefit the Children's Bureau of New Orleans. Their mission is to support the mental health and wellness of kids and families. 
in the community. And there's a word search on the back. You're giving me an activity because the man hasn't done enough. I have to physically stop myself because I will eat the rest of the cereal in front of me right now. That's why I poured you a little mug and not like a whole whole bowl, bowl, which (laughs) I was. Because we're raised in the generation of the happy plate where you got to finish your food. Which I do. Yeah. So I know if I put a whole yeah. amount well, of food no in front of you, the whole thing will, yeah. And it's really good. Yeah. The, the flakes remind me a lot of frosted flakes. It's got but some there's oats little in clusters there. in here. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing that's the oats. There's honey. Yeah. It's delicious. It's really good. It's the perfect size box. It's not too big. No, it is really good. I mean, he said having his own cereal is like a bucket list thing. Yeah. It's one of those bucket list things that you don't even realize is on your bucket list. Yeah. The man has his own cereal. Who has their own cereal? Not a lot of people, a lot of athletes. And this is what I really, well, one of the many things I respect about him. And if you don't know much about him, he's very true to himself and he's very unique, but the things that he does, I don't know. It all seems very tied into his brand, which is also just himself. Like a lot mm-hmm. of athletes would say, my goal is to be on the Wheaties box. Alvin Kamara's goal is to have his own cereal. Mm-hmm. And then not only does he have his own cereal, but he makes sure that it's a quality cereal. And then he ties it into an organization yeah, based in New Orleans that's helping out the youth in the community with their mental health. So, I mean, he's checking multiple boxes. Um, I can only apologize so, to the people who don't live here him. and can't get it. Yeah. I, well, you can order it online, can't you? Well, I know so you can buy ship. it at Rouse's. Should we do like a giveaway? We should do a giveaway where we just like send a box of- At PTE Pod? Yeah, we should do that. We could do that. Yeah, yeah. We were talking about it. And by the time we're done I'm talking, you know, people can go do it on our Instagram. Yeah. We should totally we'll do that. We'll set some parameters like on the Instagram post. Yeah. So obviously if you're listening to this like four weeks late- the contest is closed. Yeah. And then we can open up nationwide because we can just yeah. send a box I to somebody a anywhere. Box of cereal. Yeah, not I'm a problem. That. Yeah. We'll send you fucking two. I, I'm not, I need to stop talking. I'm just going to start. <laughs> You're like, dude, please. Sure, fine. <laughs> please stop. don't offer them anything other than <laughs> I'll cereal. I'll send you a whole care package. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll handle it for this bitch. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Road trip. <laughs> it's not in the budget. You guys are really committed. It's uh, not in the budget. Yeah. The budget of zero dollars. zero. <laughs> <laughs> That is a good idea. We're definitely going to do that. This cereal is really good. It's for a good cause. If you're in the New Orleans area or you're in Louisiana, you can pick it up at Rouse's. I'm pretty sure you can order it online. Or like Ashley just mentioned, we can run a giveaway. We will run a giveaway. And just ship a freaking box to somebody and then they can enjoy Mm -hmm. it. And know that part of the proceeds go towards helping out children. So it's a win-win. God, that's really good cereal. Yeah. If we're distracted, it's because we're eating cereal. It's very good. I am a fan. Breakfast for dinner. Well done. Well done, Kamara. Every once in a while, I feel like an athlete will like come through and be able to kind of like their own personality will shine and they'll be able to work in ways or just like extensions of themselves. Like kind of reminds me of like Marshawn Lynch and all the stuff he does for like Oakland. It's very similar to what Alvin's doing for New Orleans. We need to freaking talk to him is what we need to do. We need to figure out how to make that shit happen because I've read other stories about him and his love for food. And I've heard multiple stories about friends that work in the industry, about him being at the restaurants all the time. Like the dude likes to eat. We can patch him in on Skype or we can buy him a third microphone. That's just for him. Yeah. And he can, I'll let him keep it. I don't give a shit. We just get talking for five minutes. <laughs> Hi, we loved your cereal. Love your cereal. Welcome to the pod. <laughs> Friend of the pod, Alvin Kamara. Friend of the pod. We'll, we'll figure it out in due time. Add him to the friends list. Ah, there you go. He can be it's in our top. Guy, it's him and Guy Fieri. We have a pretty good friends list. And Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel Hello. L. Jackson. That's right. Someone actually reminded us, yeah. us of that, which I thought was hilarious. They're like, like don't forget. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> we're, we're rounding up a pretty nice little top eight. Tom from MySpace would be impressed. And jealous. Yeah. 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 Good call. If this is on our MySpace top eight, we'd be fucking killing it right now. Anyways. ADHD. Sorry, I got some Cereal in your teeth. teeth. Yeah. <laughs> it was very good though. <sighs> Not as good okay. as my food highlight of the week. Okay. It was also a breakfast food though. Do you mind if I go first? No, go. I'm yeah. Whatever you want to do. <laughs> Sorry. I was, we were already there. You're already doing it. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, you're like the person reaching onto someone else's plate and you're like, Hey, is you gonna gonna eat some of that? it's yeah. like your finger is already on it. Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> we went to Elizabeth's in the Bywater this weekend. Mm-hmm. I still haven't been there. You would like it. It's great because it's not one of the kind of places where you're like, oh, wait, I'm not dressed for this. I'm not dressed for brunch. Mm-hmm. I'm not in a outfit. You can go like however you are. Yeah. You know? Some people really enjoy that. And for I those just want to be casual and enjoy my food and yeah. just hang out and not feel like it's a whole big production. Let yes. the food and the drinks be the production. Yeah. I want to be able to roll in in fucking basketball shorts and not have to put on like a three piece yeah. suit to eat some fucking eggs. Exactly. Yeah. Went upstairs, had a bloody Mary. It was great. The bar staff is super fun. I ordered something off the specials menu. So I'm going to apologize now if it's not available, if you go to Elizabeth's and try to get it. And that thing that Ashley talked about is not here anymore, (laughs) but something on the specials menu just spoke to my little Cajun heart. I'm a specials menu person too. That's why I told you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they listed both boudin and crawfish in the special description. Crawfish (laughs) this time of year. But it was not like boiled crawfish where I had to peel it myself. Yeah. Yeah. It was an etouffee and a boudin patty with a poached egg. So they made kind of like a burger, but instead of like a. No, it's just an egg resting on a boudin patty. Okay. Where you take it out of the casing and you kind of like sear it a bit. Mm -hmm. And then you pour the crawfish concoction on top. And then when you slice into the poached egg. I wish people could see what you're doing because the way you're telling the story with your hands right now, (laughs) I never like salivated while looking at someone's hands until now. And then the egg. This is straight up pornography. (laughs) (laughs) And then I got it with the hash. They call them hash browns, but they're big chunks of breakfast potatoes. Mm -hmm. Perfect to scoop up any leftovers you have on the plate. You should wash it down with a bloody Mary. Yeah. It was great. (laughs) I, I need to go Yeah, <laughs> like now. Okay. The way you described that it's like you ate there and then you came over to record the podcast. Like that was yeah. very well done. It's still fresh. It was just yesterday, but yeah, Oh man, I need to go there. I wonder how often that special is ongoing because I, now I want, you're right. I hope someone's going to go there and they're going to want that special and it's not going to be available. You're going to have some, some angry people, but I'm willing to bet that all of their specials are just as good. Even the things that weren't on the specials menu that my friends got at the table. Mm -hmm. If nothing else, try their praline bacon. I love praline bacon. It's so good. And if they candy it just a little bit, right? there's the candied praline bacon. Oh, Uh, so good. Oh my God. I think the first time I ever had candied bacon was in new Orleans. Actually praline bacon. Definitely. Anyways, now I'm just reminiscing on meals I've had. (laughs) Now my low of the week happened same Mm -hmm. day. So within the same 24 hour period, okay, I was trying to follow up on a previous podcast topic. And kudos to you because we never do this. I know. Even when it's like you guys could. It's in the wind now. You can make $100,000 if you do a two minute video and you and I go. Uh, uh, I forgot. Video. (laughs) Sorry. Video. I got busy. I forgot. And then we're like, man, we don't make any money. (laughs) Yeah. But no, this, this weekend I tried to see if I had the one in 14 luck of the surprise freeze from Domino's. Domino's. Yeah. Tried to order a pizza last night 
First of all, my points expired from the last time I ordered Domino's Wait, pizza. the points expire? Yeah. Wow. Way Bone to take to pick a page out of the fucking airlines, Domino's. Yeah. Jesus. Bone to pick number one. Their points should be... Anyways, that's Second one, it like wouldn't let me log into the app for a while for whatever reason. And then I had to like reset my account and my password. So... That interface was so not So now great. you've already gone through at least an additional 15 minutes of work. So uh-huh. at this point, you have to order Domino's. I mean, you're you fully, because you're fully committed. You would think. Okay. I finally get it up and going and it's like, ooh, your store isn't offering delivery right now and you can't order delivery from another store. Wait, so is- And I'm it- like, oh, wait, what time is it? It was perfectly within the hours of delivery for that location, but okay. in true New Orleans fashion, they just weren't. <laughs> <laughs> just No. Honestly, I've never lived somewhere where there's been just random logistics of restaurants. I've never encountered anywhere else until I moved here. Honestly, like, there the are times places where it's like, that, that close on Mondays just because just because they're closed. Places that close when it's raining. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was raining. We closed. Not just Monday, just random days throughout the week. Your hours posted say you don't close until 530. Yeah, well. Yeah, we're, I don't know. We're, we're closed. <laughs> You're out, you're out of food? No, we're good. <laughs> like, Not okay. even just restaurants, like any kind of business. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you know. It's very frustrating. Wait, so I wonder if it's if this is like a, a COVID, just a shortage of workers. Can they not workers? get people to deliver the pizzas? Is that what it is? That's what I'm thinking. It's got to be like a shortage of workers. Because right? I really thought that some of the pizza places were contracting out with the delivery app places, mm-hmm. you know, like your yeah. DoorDash, your Grubhub, whatever. Yeah. Where, yes, it's ordered through Domino's and through their app but it might be delivered by one of these third-party independent contractor kind of things. Actually, I think if there's one area that would not utilize those services, it would be like pizza delivery because that's the like one of the few sectors aside from like Amazon that have crushed it yeah. over the past year and a half. So they're probably like, yeah, we don't need to give up some of our margin or to partner with you. It might just be a, a worker shortage issue. Honestly. And then honestly, but that's that frustrating point, as shit. I didn't even feel like reading the fine print of the surprise freeze promotion to mm-hmm. see if I could still win the free crap if I went and picked up the pizza. And I was like, no, 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 no. I'm not going to pick up a pizza at this point of yeah. the evening. That was not the point of this. No, it's not the point at all. So that whole even thing if got I ruined. did get something free when I got there, it's not worth no, it's <laughs> me not. driving. And also, right I now. think is I think it might be a, a delivery thing only. So I think it is. You would have like liked. I said, I didn't feel like reading the fine print because I'd already struggled through getting back into my account, yeah. finding that the points were gone. And then selecting it. your, that's the worst part is when you have your order selected, mm-hmm. because at that point mentally, like, yes, you are physically in the action of like, I'm paying for it. And now I'm pressing the process, the order button. And then you start the tracking of the pizza, but mentally I'm already thinking about how good this pizza is going to be. I'm thinking about, I hope it sometimes it says 30 minutes and they're delivered in under 30 minutes and what the pizza's going to taste like. I'm, I already sure. start thinking about all these things I, and I'm then it gets fucking ruined. I'm definitely at pizza point by now. You yeah. know, I am <laughs> the point of no return where yes. the only way forward is pizza. It's very frustrating. So I pulled a page out of your book and I ordered from Papa John's. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like you know. your voice is in my friggin' head yes. now. Anytime I get a pizza craving, you're like, I know. Papa points. Papa points. <laughs> I mean, they are very real. Here's the thing. That was the low of my week. Which is okay. So this ties into my low, which also happens to be with pizza and specifically Papa oh, John's. Oh, twinsies. I will tell you though, really quickly, the reason why I actually even switched over. So I'm a very... When I find something that I like, I stick to it. It just makes everything more 
I don't know. Like I'm all about convenience. Yeah, so, so you're I, definitely here for that repeat my order button, yes, right? Yes, oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah unless, unless a new special, like I'm a specials person, a new special comes out and then it makes sense. Like Papa John's has their new, like the stuff, the cheesy stuffed crust pizza. You get a oh, large for like $12 wait. and it's really good. I feel like I already know where this is going. Yeah, that's exactly where it went. And, but the quick story is I actually used to be a strictly Domino's person. The same thing. I had the app and I had the login and I had all that shit. And... I moved and in my location, I got the same notification where they didn't deliver to that location anymore. So now I had to switch over to Papa John's because I was the only one that delivered. For some reason, like Papa John's is the only franchise pizza place that has no issues delivering like wherever the fuck you are. To drive a nail or like a spike into this, Mm -hmm. my neighbor told me today that he also ordered Domino's yesterday. What? A few hours before. And he got a delivery to the next door address. Like <laughs> what the fuck? Just a few hours later. And they were like, no, <sighs> well, at, no least, more. at least, you know, if you're really desperate for Domino's and you really want to see if you can get some free shit, order it to your neighbor's house and just like <laughs> kick it over there for 10 minutes right before they show up yeah. and then take the pizza, then walk next door. So you don't share, obviously. Am I Domino's blocked? Do they have my address saved you, on a blacklist? There's black something list? going on here. There's a weird thing going on here, but <sighs> Okay, so what's your uh, yeah, Papa so, John? Well, my negative whatever food moment of the week was, again, I still have not purchased any lactate pills or anything that would help me out at all and proceeded to order a large cheese stuffed crust pizza from Papa John's. Oh, so one of my tricks that I do for Papa John's is I love ordering extra sauce in the pizza. It makes their pizza so much better. Oh, that's what I do too. Extra yes, sauce. yes, yes, yes. Thank you. Okay. I feel like more people need to know about that. So yeah, and I did that and I ate half the pizza immediately. And I also did an order of the brownies in the pan. I did not know that they, I mean, this is a one-time thing, but the brownies, they weren't cut. Like when I, so when I opened up the pan, I had this giant pan of one massive fucking brownie. And so I just took a spoon. I just started shoveling it into my mouth because I didn't, I was like, well, I'm going to be the only person enjoying this. So I'm just going to take a spoon and start shoveling the brownie into my mouth, which is exactly what I did. And I sat like a fucking 12 year old Indian style in front of my TV, watching a documentary on the comedy store just shoveling brownie cookie thing into my mouth for 30 minutes. As for the cheese, Mm -hmm. I say this. It hurts so good. At some point, this podcast, we are going to have to make a rule Mm -hmm. where you can't talk about your self-induced lactose intolerant episodes as your food low every week. Which I feel like, honestly, I'm just speaking on behalf of every lactose intolerant person out there. We don't give a fuck when it comes to cheese. Yeah, but you we got to mix it up with the content. Oh, oh, that's what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you're yeah. You're making yeah, these yeah. people listen and every time you don't talk I hurt about myself the poop. Again. You don't talk about it. I don't it, need to. But they, they know. know. They know I poop. And you're bringing them <laughs> to that spot every time. I wasn't going to bring up the poop. I wasn't going to even bring it up. And now but I got to talk about it. <laughs> it hurts so good. It did hurt like, so oh, good. yeah, okay. Well, yeah. now we there you're you're putting the work on them. <laughs> <laughs> You led all the horses to that water. I did. And then I walked away. One of the was very trained horses. They know to drink now. <laughs> okay. So we'll let you get away with it today. Hey, my defense, I actually wasn't thinking about pooping this time. It was more so about like my stomach just immediately felt destroyed. And I just was like, fuck it. It's worth it. Cause the pizza is so good. <laughs> I need to buy lactate pills. It's a problem. 
Give us a high. Give us something good to okay. close out on. Yesterday turned out to be a really long day. Did not want to deal with dinner dishes or any of that shit, which is, is I'm starting to date myself. Went to a random taco spot, Takiera Guerrero. Have you heard of this place? I have not heard of this. Okay. Obviously in New Orleans, it's located on, on Carrollton right next to Angelo Bricado's okay. and Red Door. Mm-hmm. They have a sign outside, but like it's not lit up and it's really faded. So immediately I'm like, oh, I'm going to like this place. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those places that you go in and they have the menu up, but then you walk up to a counter and you order, but then they bring your food to you like you're at a restaurant. So I actually kind of like the combination of like, it's kind of like a go window, but you're sitting down, they bring you your food and they also clean up after you. So, so you definitely don't have to do your own dishes. You don't, which is great. <laughs> but also I really do like it because, you know, sometimes if you're really hungry, like I was in this instance and like, let's say the service is lacking or it's a little slower or you're getting hangry, which mm-hmm. typically happens. This is nice because you get to walk right up and order your food. And then, so you're kind of dictating those terms, but you're still getting the service of a restaurant. For some reason, I've, I've never really heard anybody talk about it before. It was actually very, very good. I had pork, barbacoa, and lingua tacos, mm. and a side order of pupusas, and just delicious. Like really good salsas. They do really good chips. They do fresh guac. They make it for you. So if you order it, they say, "Oh yeah, just give us a couple of minutes so we can make it and bring it to your table." I actually love when they tell you that. I do too like, because oh, you know you're getting it fresh. Like yeah. if they're like, "Yeah, no problem," and like you, and then they wave, like someone comes over immediately, like fuck, because you know they're just <laughs> pouring out of a of a canister from somewhere. But yeah, it was really, really good. And also just tacos in general, just show some taco love because I don't know. I can, I can eat tacos every single day and never get tired of it. I started thinking even when it's not Tuesday, even when it's not Tuesday, (laughs) I fucking hate everybody, (laughs) but okay. So then I had like this internal dialogue because I had the pizza the night before and now I'm eating tacos. And while I'm eating tacos, I'm thinking, man, I love tacos. (laughs) Then as I'm thinking this, I start thinking to myself, if someone had a gun to my head and I had to make a decision, pizza or tacos for the rest of my life, but I had to cancel one, I think I'd choose tacos for the rest of my life. I think I would actually say, fuck it, no more pizza. What would you I choose? I feel like for you, that is a responsible decision. The sad part is had nothing to do with me being responsible, just purely off of how much I enjoy them. But also I started thinking of the different varieties of tacos that I could do. Whereas pizza, there's only so many different styles and whatnot. With tacos, you can get all sorts of crazy with it. I don't think what I would can, you choose? I, I was unprepared. I had to I've got to really on. simmer on this. Yeah. It's a big decision. I thought about it in my head all I night. I think I might choose pizza. Really? I think I might choose pizza. Yeah. Okay. Why don't we let everybody else weigh in on this too? Yeah, let's do it. I'm not like hardcore team pizza. I just think no, it's a hard decision though. Yeah. I literally ruminated on this the entire night in my own head, just constantly going back and forth, debating myself on if I had to cut one of those out, what would it be? And in this bizarre hypothetical scenario where somebody is going to feed you forever. I'm just now sharing with one other person. This is the kind of shit that goes on in my brain. And for a solid, I'm not even kidding you, eight hours. (laughs) (laughs) And while I am eating tacos, my thought process is, Oh man, I love tacos. I could eat these these, these for the rest of my life. (laughs) And then start the ADHD, you know, rabbit hole. This is going to resonate with somebody who's listening. So I look forward to getting A, all the entries for the cereal in this giveaway that we definitely have to do now. We will launch that. And B, all the votes for Team Taco versus Team Pizza. 
Yeah. Whichever one. Which you can be team either one, but like if you cannot if, be team both but in this you, hypothetical but in this situation, situation, you're going to have to cut one out. And yeah. I want to know why I want to know why. Cause I know my reasons for tacos and I don't want to say anymore. Cause I don't want to sway. Yeah, Don't put decisions. words in people's mouths. I don't, don't yeah. tell them how to vote or how to live their life. I won't, I won't say anymore. All right. Well then right. we'll leave it to you uh, on our social handles. We are PTE pod. In the meantime, until next week, we look forward to seeing your explanations, your votes, your shares and reviews and everything of the podcast itself. Yeah. You can oh. find us wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, yeah, that's all. That's Did all I take I all the things? Yeah, that was everything. Come back for seconds. <laughs> <laughs>